your church. Eric, yeah. this is going to be our best season yet. Why is that? Because it worked on the first try. Woo! Well, hello there. Welcome to the Grace Rancho Weekly Podcast, where our goal is to help you, our church members here at Grace Rancho, understand the what and the why of uh, what we do on Sundays, what we do as a church, thoughts behind things, things related to church and Christian living. That was extended. I I ad-libbed there. Eric, did you like it? Yeah, it was okay. Welcome to the fall season of 2020. What a year. I think it's time been crazy. For, it's been podcast sparse. I know. I think it's time to start this thing back up again. We Is took time? we took a COVID break, and then we did like summer two break. episodes, and then we did a summer break. Yeah. So now we're back. We're gonna get back at this. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. All right. So, podcast. Podcast. Let's just talk about why do we do this podcast? What's the purpose? Maybe we have new listeners now (laughs) (laughs) because so many. Yeah. Right. This is a podcast for our church members ultimately. So that's why we chuckle when we say maybe we have new listeners. It's not like there's hordes of people trying to listen to the Grace Rancho weekly podcast. Yeah. I don't think there are, but, but um, it's purpose. Ashley uh, and Taylor, Taylor, shout out. Right. Yeah. And Frank perhaps. And sometimes Steven Overholt. Yeah. Um, Hey, Eric McDonald. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's probably listening to an old one right now. Well, if you're listening, uh, welcome back. And we're going to get started on this podcast again weekly uh, throughout the fall. Indeed. And uh, talking about things that are helpful for our church members to uh, get a hold on what we're doing. Really, really own it. So we can really understand it, own it, do it. Yeah. The, the goal behind the podcast is to help our church members just understand church christian life why we do certain things what we're doing and then all the things in between hopefully it's a resource we've we've recorded some that ended up being good um, conversations that i think would be helpful to our members um, when we're addressing things hey listen to this we talked about hospitality or we talked about preaching or and it could be a little resource so we want to um, we're going to organize our, our podcast by topic so people can look up if they want to hear maybe what we think about something. Um, yeah. So hopefully it ends up being a, a good tool for our people. Totally. What are we talking about today? Oh, we're talking about a few things. Today. So there's fires in California. Are we talking about those? Yeah. The news podcast. News pod. <laughs> news podcast. Clearly yeah, we are fires. the professionals. We're talking about. The presidential um, election. All the controversial topics, right, in politics, of course. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we talk about local government here in Rancho Cucamonga. (laughs) Nope. Um, Who's our our mayor, Eric? That one guy, uh, yeah. (laughs) What is uh, the topic then for the inaugural Fall 2020 podcast? There, as usual, isn't necessarily, I don't think there's a focused topic here. Okay. Um, But we're talking about things we're doing as a church right now, essentially. So, and, and maybe um, because we're talking about the church, we'll talk about what is a church, what, what what plays into that. So first question, we're meeting outside right now. Let's talk about that. All right. How do you think it's going? I am actually enjoying it. It's like a fun summer outside with the church. You can see more people. 
I feel like. I feel like you can almost talk to more people too because typically you're inside the sanctuary and you get like stuck in a corner or a pocket because it's so packed and then you get in the foyer and it's hard to hear people and then some people happen outside but you end up missing a lot of people Mm. and here you can like see everybody and then just go pick someone to talk to. Yeah. So I like it for that reason. Yeah. I, I just think it's been... It's been kind of fun in my it's personal funny. Preach, opinion. It's preaching, been nice. I can't see everyone. So it's like the opposite. That's true. Like I'm up there and there's, uh, there's what do you call them? Easy ups, canopies. I can't see anyone who's under the tree. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been times when I, th- I say, hey, was so-and-so there Sunday? And you're like, yeah, they, they were there. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't see them. You can really see a lot of the good conversations and informal discipleship that happens, I think, outside. Because you just see everything. Yeah, it's been pretty neat. I've, I've been encouraged by that. Uh, it's okay. So let's be honest. It's not ideal. No, we wouldn't be doing it if it weren't for the current situation right. of COVID and our church complying at the moment. Yeah. It's, we've had some over some days over hundred degrees. Uh, we've had, uh, or been not able to do childcare. So some families are there with their little ones. I know you've been doing that with Ezra. Um, raisins. Raisins are helpful. <laughs> they keep you sane to, as you munch on they them. They keep me sane as I'm holding it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what um, it is. Yeah, and and just visual, some, like sometimes you can't see. I guess you were saying that this last Sunday you saw my face for like the first time. And ever ever since it got hot and we've done canopies, it has cut off your face. But we did things a little <laughs> different this week. I would I think that'd see, be to your advantage. That I could you can't see, see you my preaching. Face. Well, it's helpful to see someone's face while they're preaching. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but I've been, despite like some of the difficulties of it, I'll say a couple things. One, I don't hear our people complaining. No. So if you're listening to this and you're part of our church, that's great. Like, it's been such an encouragement. Encouraging because there's, uh, there's a lot of things that could be potentially divisive about this whole situation. But I'm really thankful for the unity our church has. We've been, uh, overall, there's been the tone, the atmosphere of encouragement and you know, gladness and meeting appreciative that the church continues on um and and all that so there's that's really encouraging i think people are i mean we've seen remarkable um numbers in terms of new families coming to our church yeah and we just see this as a a responsibility to really uh, know and get to know and love them and care for them and help them along and so there's this uh, opportunity the Lord has brought to our doorstep that we want to want to care for these people. So that, that's really a neat blessing. Some people that maybe would have never had any idea um, who we were, except for these strange circumstances, somehow led them to our church. Uh, so that's been interesting. Um, my left foot gets really hot while I preach up there. <laughs> we were talking about that this morning. My it, left foot. It's it, been hot. I, I was the most sweaty I've been on a Sunday this past week. <laughs> no. Well, I also went 10 just, minutes longer than I'm supposed it to. It was humid. It was hot. We moved a lot of things around before and after. But it was a good time. And, and part of the reason it was a good time is because of membership class. Yeah. But hold on. Hold did on. Did I just jump on. ahead? You did a little bit. Because yeah, we are, though it's so weird, strange, a little bit out of the ordinary, we're still being the church in the sense that we are doing everything that is required to be a church. 
Yeah. We are still a church. If there, there are certain things, let's just back up. There are certain things that if we do not do, we cease to be a church, right? We talk about this in our membership class. Yes. There are certain essentials that the church is and does that if we stop doing those things, we cease to function as a church. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we talk about these four things, right? Uh, a church is <laughs> not necessarily two Christians that get together and read their Bible on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, some people say, well, whatever two or more are gathered in my name, there I am. And, and that makes a church. And so they say, well, there's three Christians at the park. Therefore, there's a, there's a church there. And we would not say that that's a church. We would say that those are three Christians. A church is uh, recognized and identified by four things. It's a group of believers that gather regularly. One. Number one. They devote themselves to the preaching of God's word. Two. His gospel. They are committed to the ordinances, baptism and communion. Three. And then lastly, uh, and this is kind of flows out of the previous one, they are committed to church discipline. Four. Can we do all those things right now? We can. Can we function as a faithful church? We absolutely can. Are we and singing, we are. And we are. So I was going to ask, are we singing the number of songs we normally sing? No. We're, we are singing... At, Probably half the songs we normally sing. And taking offering the way we normally take offering? We are not. And preaching as long as I normally preach? This Sunday almost. (laughs) (laughs) You went long this week. So there are some things we're doing differently, but the fundamental essence of church remains the same. Because every time we gather, we are are those things. We are committed to those things I just mentioned. And we are doing the things that a gathered church is supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, And, and, And a gathered church. The church gathers. Yeah, we, is, is the key, right? That first one that sparks all of them is that the church is a gathering of believers. We, we gather regularly. We are able to gather regularly. And um, man, that was a tough go uh, for a few months when we were unable to gather because of our compliance uh, with the, the regulations that were being handed down. Um, and right now, it's such a blessing to be able to gather. And I think we're... Um, I think I, I knew that. Like, I think we knew the value of gathering. I mean, we teach it in our, we've been teaching it since we've started here, of the mm-hmm. value of the gathered church. But there's a, it's like that experiential knowledge that once you are without the gathering for a while, you feel it differently. Yeah. Like, we know it's true, but now we know it's true of how valuable this is for our people to be in the same place mm-hmm. at the same time, listening to the word together, singing together. All those things. Um, one thing, the one thing I particularly miss from meeting indoors is singing indoors with everybody. Oh, yeah. Because then you can hear our church sing. And our church really sings. I know. I, I, I think we're going to be surprised at how different it is when we get back indoors. And, yeah, so Our church belts it out, and you should. If you're listening, sing as loud as you can yep. because it encourages others. It's much harder outside to hear that. Right. And you got masks on. Everyone's muffled. So. No, not as... Uh, not as but yeah, me- like meeting lady. outside has been going well, um, and we very much are a church operating as a church, and um, it's been different but fun doing it outside. Yeah, I, and I think the Lord's been using it. Totally. And, and evidence of that, you already mentioned it, is the membership class, because the yeah. membership class is packed. We had 21 
people who aren't members in there will have maybe 25 by the end of it because some people had to miss week one. Yeah, moving. Which the, is our, desire, our biggest membership class yet. Yeah, desiring to move into membership. And many people, as we often have, who are already members, doing the membership class again to get the material again, evaluate the class, give us feedback, but also get to know and invest in the lives of these potentially and probably new members. I love like, so after Mark was done teaching, mm-hmm. he taught uh, yesterday. And I went up and we were talking with him. I thought he did an excellent job. And, and we looked out and we pointed out several new couples that were engaged in conversation with several of our current members. And these current members are members who are going through the class again for the second or third or fourth in some cases time, um, some of them for equipping matters, some of them to lead someone else through equipping matters. Mm-hmm. And they are now engaging with these new people, building those relationships and helping them kind of process all that it is, all that it means to be a member of the church. That is a picture of vitally important ministry spread out over the hands of many workers, mm-hmm. many Christians that want to be a part of God's work. And so um, I was just so encouraged. Not, it's, and it's not just, look how many we had in membership class. The number's big. Yeah. I'm encouraged at the number of current members taking their responsibility as members to be welcoming and hospitable um, to the degree that they're willing to give up extra time in the sun uh, on a Sunday, uh, Sunday around noon when it's getting hot and they could have easily just gone home, but they stayed so as to help build these people up, encourage them, build those relationships mm-hmm. for future ministry. That's encouraging. And that's been the case every membership class we've had. Yeah, and it's I increasing though. It's increasing. And it's different people and it's the same people and it rotates in and out. Um, really awesome. If you're listening and you're a member, you're always welcome to join a membership class Provided there's room. You might have to stand. You might have to be back against the wall. You might have to be outside the fence in the playground area, but you're always welcome. And it's good. It's good for us to be there. And if you're in that membership class right now and you're not yet a member, we would also say just know that you're going to be back in this class again. (laughs) And it's not just because the information is so great, although I was really encouraged by what Mark taught. Um, It is because this becomes a venue for you to engage in discipleship, for you to help others. It's fish in the barrel. I, I've had people um, sometimes ask me, hey, I really want to disciple someone. I really want to invest in someone. I just don't know where to begin. Like, what do I do? Where do I start? And just on a very practical level, of course, yes, pray and, and, and seek to love people and show hospitality. But on a really practical level, come to the membership class and just start building relationships with the new people. I mean, they're they're coming to the membership class because they want to figure out what the church is all about. If you just come and help them do that. Typically very welcoming yeah. to have you your input in their life in the conversation along the way. Totally. Hey, while we're talking about membership class, why do we have membership class? What's the purpose of four weeks of membership matters? We believe membership in the local church is an essential part of your walk with Jesus. You are never made to walk with Christ alone. 
but to do it as a part of a community. And so the membership class teaches you uh, how or, or what are the expectations of this communal walk with the Lord mm-hmm. in a local church. Why, what are we doing here? Why are we doing it? What is expected of us? What should you expect of the other members here? What should you expect of the leaders here? And are you willing to jump in on this mission that we're on and contribute because you're gifted yeah. and um, needed for the work of the ministry? And I, th- I think you see that as you go through the membership class, membership matters, that none of that is patently unique to our church. These aren't things we've made up. These aren't things we've just decided. All those categories you just listed, they're all things that we see clearly communicated in scripture, exemplified as what Christians do in a local church. This is how Christians operate. And we're clarifying those expectations and roles that scripture places on us. Good. Yeah, that's a good distinction. We're not trying to just say this is what Grace Rancho does. Yeah. And therefore, we're we're asking this you to do this because this is what our church does. We're saying, I think this is a good summary of what the Bible teaches, who we are and what we are to do. And that's why we take it seriously. Yeah, the class itself, the Bible never teaches thou shalt have a membership class. It's how we're deciding to shepherd people yeah, through Yeah, we've it. decided to, yeah, exactly. We're, we've decided this would be a good tool for our church. And uh, I think there has been ample proof that it has been an excellent tool oh, to yeah. shepherd our church and prepare them for uh, the commitment, because we really do see commitment yep. there in the Bible um, of membership. It may have happened, but I have yet to hear of anyone that's gone through the class even multiple times and regretted it. I haven't heard that either. If you are one of those people and you're listening, you can uh, let us know because we haven't heard of anyone like you. <laughs> but hey, on that note, we'll always take feedback. We do. We, we actually welcome feedback for of feedback. all kinds on many different things because mm-hmm. we want to serve our church best and, and do the best we can. So. If you think something's missing in membership class or um, just could have been explained better, let us know. Right. Yep. You're teaching uh, week three, right? Week three. You got the, the doctrinal statement yeah. and some of the core distinctions. Yep. I've got to give the heavy lifting to I think we don't do the distinctions when we do that. Yeah, we do. Really? We just read through them because we do the doctrinal statement. We'll yep. talk about it later. <laughs> I got more to do than I thought. Yep. Uh, anyway... That's pretty much all we got for today. We're talking about the church, Good to be what back. we're doing right now, membership class. Keep it short and sweet. So before we finish, though, yeah. as we always do, we need a book recommendation. And we what, were talking wh- about this right beforehand, and we you were. brought the one up. I did. And I thought, let's make that the recommendation because yeah. it's an excellent book. You're reading it now. I've actually read it twice. Nice. And, and you were saying this would be a good book to get in the hands of many of our new parents. We got a lot of those. Yeah, by the I way. speak from limited experience, but man, this book, Shepherding a Child's Heart, and this is by Ted Tripp. Ted Tripp. Uh, don't get him confused with his brother, the Paul. The older brother of Paul yeah. David Tripp, so, whom you have heard of. Ted Tripp, Shepherding a Child's Heart, is just so far such a great book. Practical, and, theological, yeah, like uh, encouraging, biblically thinking about parenting, our responsibilities to be responsible, but also how are we supposed to train our children 
um, and point them towards the Lord yeah, from a really in training young our age, children. Like how do exactly. We, the, what kind of principles? We're not just trying to go at behavior, which is our instinct, right? That's like what we want to do. We just want things how we like them. But it says, don't just look at the external behavior of your child. Consider their heart and point them Godward. Yeah. Point them to the Lord um, so that someday, Lord willing, they would be saved and live lives that honor him build the church and glorify him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of, it's part of the conversation we were having before we got to the book. We were saying it would be so good for parents, our young parents to be talking about parenting hmm. because uh, we've, we said it before. <laughs> it's a very personal thing. It can it be, if I feel like I'm doing a bad job parenting, I can feel almost a sense of shame where I won't talk about it. Yeah. And won't share my struggles with any other guys or any other or, or women with other women. And, and what we need as a church is to be able to broach that subject. Um, so let's talk about parenting, the challenges that there. Let's pray for each other. And then this book is a good resource. Mm-hmm. So maybe even consider reading it. If, if you, I'll say this, if you are hearing this and you say, man, I, I do need to read this book. I would say at least ask someone else to read it with you another young parent i have a spare copy michael will volunteer (laughs) to read you a copy i'll read it with you too totally taylor and i are reading it together right now and it's been great not that you need to meet and meet up and then read it no 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 be reading it at the same time communicating discuss some of the concepts and then pray for each other would be a, a great parent like you said parenting is so personal i think because it's unique and your family is different than other families and there are things that you'll differ on that are like totally normal to differ on, but you feel defensive about them. Yeah. And so if we just let our guards down and we're open to communication and understanding there's areas where we differ. And open to being helped, like and, yeah, humble entirely. enough to take critique. <laughs> like We need that. We'll be better parents for it. Yeah, amen. Um, that's a, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. That's a good book to recommend to our people. That was a two or three minute book recommendation. There you go. Wow, one of the longer <laughs> ones. So um, that's what we got for this week. And we're looking forward to seeing you guys this Sunday and worshiping with you. That's right. Outdoors. See you then. See you then.